Jordan. Ian. Who is young, dumb, and full of warm, happy feelings. Dumbledore? No. Two guys. What's up? Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Two Guys What's Up. Today we have a very special episode for you, given the time of year. It's cold outside, but it's warm in all of our hearts, because tomorrow is Valentine's Day! Aww. Oh, how delightful. Lovely. And we have a very special Valentine's episode set up for all you lovely, loved-up snoggers out there. But first things first, Jordan, how are you today? <laughs> Alright, Slurpee. <laughs> I'm not bad, thanks. Very good. I'm just enjoying a, a cup of Earl Grey. Oh, very nice. Very English. Oh, yes. It can only be Twinings, but this is actually not. I have a cup of nothing. <laughs> a whole lot of nothing. Nice. <laughs> yep. Nothing going for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we uh, know you as. <laughs> the good for nothing, Ian. <laughs> TGFNI. Yeah, that's a sound nickname. So you're, you're Sausage Bum and I'm TGFNI. <laughs> oh, God. You just had to remind me. <laughs> TGFNI. What's that? Nice. Sounds just like Ian, actually, if you spell it backwards. It's a Scottish way of spelling it. It sounds exactly like Scottish. How are you today? I am very well, thank you. I am tired, but I'm all right. Not hungover? Maybe slightly. Oh, dear. People are getting this impression of you now. I know. I like to stay up, right, on a Monday night. Oh, sorry, a Sunday night, because Monday's when the the podcast is released, and I like to make sure that it is actually released. Yes. So that if there's any issues, I can then be there straight away to sort it out. Yeah, because you don't want to be leaving the, uh, the, the four people waiting, will you? At Absolutely midnight? not. I'll be getting, getting hate mail. <laughs> Emails from my dad. <laughs> Listen, pal. <laughs> Yeah, you yo e shit bag. Where's my f***ing episode? <laughs> I'm hanging on tender hooks here. <laughs> I need to hear the collab. <laughs> I love it. But uh, Jordan, as uh, per your request, I got my wife to write down a description of my my sleeping habits. Oh, brilliant! Excellent. I cannot wait to hear this. So she has done that for me, and it uh, it reads a little bit like this. Okay. She says. My husband is the greatest sleeper ever. He's so cuddly and warm, like a godsend. My personal radiator on the cold winter nights. It's like sleeping next to a dream. And when all the dreams are next to you, there's no need to sleep. I haven't slept in nine years. Please someone help me. I can't continue this way. I started to see them coming out the walls. They look at me and I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I think we'll leave that there, actually. <laughs> Well, I actually thought this was going to be really lovely. And and my thought was that it was going to be, it's like sleeping next to a dream when that dream is a nightmare. <laughs> so you thought it was going to going to turn a bit nasty halfway through. Well, it, it, it definitely went a bit creepy toward the end there. but it, Yeah, slightly. I might sleep downstairs tonight. Is this when she sees the Dorita thing? Yeah, well, that, she did actually say that because I, I read her that little description, which was obviously a joke. But uh, I read her that little thing that I just read then. And uh, she said that's probably why she saw the demon. <laughs> So you, you and her must be on the same page. Uh, oh, well, bless her for doing that. Well, no, she, she did actually write a little something. Uh, well, she didn't write it. She more said it to me. Uh, she didn't really know what to write, so she didn't really know how to put it into words. But she kind of just turned her head slowly, looked at me and said, it's like sleeping next to a snoring cow. Okay. So do you constantly go moo producing milk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this milk's burning out of you. 
It's perfect because every morning she just has to wring her hair out into a breakfast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Save a ton on milk from the shops. <laughs> this lactated bearded guy. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, beautiful. Warm milk curdled. <laughs> Just microwave it, it's fine. But anyway, uh, into the good stuff. Jordan, what have you got coming up for us today? As it is a Valentine's episode, bear in mind. It is, it is. So I'm talking about playing cards. No, that's not true. I'm, uh, <laughs> not again! <laughs> I'm talking about some worst dates. Oh, beautiful. Uh, ever. Ever. So uh, these are what I've compiled from online and uh, we'll see what happens, shall we? Beautiful, yeah. Uh, I am going to be giving you a brief history on the origins of where Valentine's Day originally came from. Okay, yeah. So I guess without further ado, let's get into that, shall we? Let's do it! What was that countdown? <laughs> it was going that way, but I decided to change it up at the end for copyright reasons. I just thought it might be nice to have some musical like um, segues. Transition, yeah, yeah okay. Yes. And uh, I just need a gong at the end there, don't yeah, I? Absolutely, yeah. Stick that in. Bong. Stick it in now. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, I might have to preface this uh, because there's a lot of names in here that I probably can't read. Okay. So I'm probably going to get them wrong. Um, like there's a Pope from the 5th century AD that I'm probably going to say wrong. Okay. I did look a few of them up last night, but... Um, I forgot how to say them. Excellent. <laughs> I am no historian. I am no English professor. <laughs> I am nobody. I, I am I'm but a humble podcaster. Mm. Right. So let's get into this. Okay. So uh, no one really knows exactly what year the celebrations began. Off to a good start, I know. But the holiday does share the name of a martyred saint, which we will get into very shortly. Many people believe that it was derived from something called the Feast of Lupercalia. Of what? Lupercalia. And I have to actually, I googled that, and I actually had to write it down phonetically okay. written. So I've got Lupercalia. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I've never heard of that. I've actually changed every single spelling of it in my notes to that, so I can't actually tell you how it's originally spelled. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's, it's a, the Feast of Lupercalia. Anyway, uh, Lupercalia uh, dates back as far as the 6th century BC. Okay. The origin of the name Lupercalia is derived from two places. One, the Roman fertility god Lupercus, which was the name given to the cave where the founders of Rome, Romulus and Remus, were supposedly nurtured by a she-wolf. I, I mean, it's it's so close to lubrication though, isn't it? <laughs> well, they were the Romans. <laughs> <laughs> Lubricus. <laughs> With a lot of bathhouse fun going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this legend says that in the 6th century BC, the twin brothers of evil Dario king Amulius ordered that they should be drowned. This is Romulus and Remus. Said they should be drowned as infants in the river, in the river Tiber. Oh, this is a joyous star. Absolutely, yeah. Feel the love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy Valentine's, everyone. <laughs> well, the reason they were going to be set to uh, drown is because their mother broke her vow of celibacy. Ah. Which seems a bit odd. I mean, you have a vow of celibacy, two kids. I mean, by that point, you've got to know what you're missing. So no wonder she broke it. <laughs> <laughs> but they were instead, <laughs> they were instead placed in a basket by a servant that took pity on them, and they were carried along the river by the river god. Nonetheless, mm. talk about royalty. Do tell. And uh, they were caught in the they were caught in the branches of a fig tree. <laughs> they were discovered then. By a female wolf who raised them in her den at the bottom of Plantain Hill, where Rome was founded. And that is the place that would later be named Lupercal. For that good old lubrication. Absolutely. I hope you're all following along at home. 
Because... I'm barely hanging on, I'll be honest. But... <laughs> I'm terrible at research, so <laughs> this story's all over the place. So, the Feast of Lupercalia was far removed from the standard Valentine's Day day as it was very bloody and violent. Mm, okay. Is that where all the red kind of comes from? I think I think that's um, uh, speculated that blood is sort of where the red comes from. I guess it is heart as well, though, isn't it? Which is blood and yeah. I mean, I think I think that's just sort of maybe something that's come through the years. So Valentine's Day, as it stands now, it's all hearts. So they've just gone with red. Yeah, yeah. It seems a bit weird, though, doesn't it? Like the actual idea of of a heart. It's not very lovey, is it? Really? No. Because uh, you don't love from your heart. Um. Well, it might have ties in the sense of um. You know, like your heart is. I think. I think. If I'm not mistaken, that's where they thought. Like you, that they thought that was your brain, kind of right. So your heart was what your brain did because they were stupid, of course, <laughs> uneducated. <laughs> but um, and uh, actually, fun fact: uh, the reason we wear a wedding ring on our ring finger on the left oh, hand yeah, is I know because yeah, they thought that that was directly that finger was directly connected to the heart. So maybe maybe that's where you know all that fun stuff came from of hearts and love and. Everything is, is like your heart, your being, being given to someone else. But also, yeah, that idea of being given to someone else, it's still with you, isn't it, really, at the end of the day? Does your wife not have yours? <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to reevaluate <laughs> my relationship. That would be some kinky stuff, wouldn't it? Wow. That's a Valentine's to remember. <laughs> she said it was compulsory. She was like, sorry, if you're going to date me, I need that heart. <laughs> uh, these ancient Romans celebrated the festival on the 15th of February, which was apparently one of purification and fertility. Okay. During this festival, a group of priests would sacrifice a goat, which was apparently a representation of sexuality, somehow. Maybe they just thought they were all the greatest of all time. And a dog, for some reason. They sacrificed a dog as well? Yeah. Absolute <laughs> A goat, that was fine with me, but a dog, now they've crossed a line. Had a bit of cat, fine. <laughs> Could have been ten. <laughs> I'm not, people will be hating us. I'm not going to go on. RSPCA or uh, just stepped in <laughs> chat. <laughs> uh, bing, hello. Please do not carry on this horrible line of conversation. Yes, yeah, sorry. Anyway, so two naked priests would then be smeared with the blood from the sacrificial knife. And then, get this, the priests laughed. This is part of the ritual. They laughed as the blood was removed with wool soaked in milk. Not from me. <coughs> Strips of the freshly sacrificed goats were then cut off to form what was referred to as thongs, or februa, which is where the month of February is said to have gotten its name. Right, okay. Uh, that's a lot to take in. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> that was all done in five minutes, mate. The, the feast is just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> so is this a, a real thing, or uh, did you actually end up reading a fictional book? Yeah, I was reading theonion.com. <laughs> <laughs> something on Urban Dictionary or something. <laughs> Reddit. If you think that was bad, though, as a natural progression of things, they would then use the hide stripped from the animals that they sacrificed to whip women as they ran around, still naked which was apparently a fertility rite. Okay, so was this was this meant to give them more fertility? You got me. Okay. They, just, they would just run around with the tallywhackers out, <laughs> flapping around in wind, at least it was warm, just running around, slapping women with these bloody disgusting bits of stripped-off meat and fur. That's like, like the normal Saturday night, really. <laughs> I knew there was a reason we never came to your house. <laughs> <laughs> All those invites... <laughs> A 
Another festive treat was matchmaking, and although it does sound like I'm telling you the origins of a swingers party, the names of women were stuck in a jar and they were drawn at random by men. These couples were then officially an item and they'd stay together until the following year's festivities. During this time, many of them would fall in love and get married, and many of them would not. That is a very different way of using Tinder, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) That was before the apps. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mind you, they did have tablets back then. You just couldn't swipe. So over time, they uh, they lost the nudity part, yet surprisingly the whipping remained. Uh Aha. Kinky Romans. Oh yeah, those Romans. They were proper dirty though. (laughs) Were they? What, like physically? Yep, yep. No showers, no showers in Rome. (laughs) Only the (laughs) bathhouses. Do you not know what used to go on though in in these bathhouses? Not really, go on, tell me. Just massive orgies. Really? There was no social stigma against people being of any sexuality. So right. men, women, they'd just go to these bathhouses and they'd just be like, all right, Kev, what a bum. He'd be like, yeah. And then his wife would be like, don't you be late home. I'm cooking I'm, I'm cooking dog <laughs> from from the feast. And goat. We've got leftover goat. <laughs> oh, God. But, I, I love the fact that Kev, this traditional Roman name. Yeah, yeah. Kevulous. <laughs> It's not anything to do with Crabladors kind of underling, is it? I think it I think it will, yeah, that's um uh, all intertwines now. <laughs> Full circle. So my thing with that story mm. is I really hope they cleaned the water. I'm not sure they did. By the end of the day, it was just like a big pool of jelly. <laughs> oh, congealed. <laughs> yeah. Like you go in there and be like lovely fresh warm waters and by the end of it you'd be like Like golden syrup (laughs) slogging yourself out. (laughs) And there was one guy whose kink it was. He he had he had like I don't want to be too crude (laughs) on the the podcast, but you know he loved a bit of golden syrup. So he'd he'd just be like, they'd be like, right, Kev, go to Kev again. (laughs) This poor guy be like, right, Kev, get in there and clean up, and he just dive head first and go. Oh, lovely. God. Yeah, he Happy loved Monday, it. everyone. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day for tomorrow. Think about that when you're getting a nice big bowl of golden syrup in your porridge. <laughs> oh, God. Good luck. Seven episodes in and cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> this poor Kevin. In the end, he's just like, please, please, someone else, just anyone. <laughs> no, he loved it. It was his, it was his kink, and I'm not about okay. kink shaming. Okay, you know, he just, he just loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you'd go in in the morning, he'd be laid there in the bottom of the pool with a big belly <laughs> <laughs> and a boner. <laughs> this empty pool, just slightly tacky. <laughs> Like, Kev, we're going to have to peel you off, mate. We've got to fill it up for today's events. Uh. Uh, anyway, right. Nice. <laughs> okay, so moving way past all that dirty filth. On to the name Valentine itself and how it came about today. The name supposedly came from a saint called, you guessed it, Magical Jordan, you are a clever one. Mr. Valentino. That's him. No. St. <laughs> Valentine. <laughs> See, that Valentine, that's not a very Roman name either, is it? No, it's more Roman sounding than Kev. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, Mr. St. Valentine, uh, during the 3rd century BC, was secretly using his Christian powers to marry Christian couples at a time when it was forbidden by the emperor, Claudius. Mm. Apparently, Claudius found out, was dead angry, naturally, and uh, imprisoned our protagonist and said to him, in a nutshell, change your faith or die. 
<laughs> nice. What a cool guy. <laughs> Valentine refused and was beheaded for his troubles. He was executed on the very day that we now celebrate Valentine's Day, February the 14th. Uh, so he was executed that day? He was executed that day. Oh, okay. So he didn't even get to enjoy the festivities the next day. He's probably like sat there rubbing his hands together like, can't wait to get me some goat. Can't wait to whip some women. Like, you know, dancing around his cell and they were like, oi, Valentine, death time. He's like, fuck. <laughs> every time. <laughs> what, every day, every year he's killed before. And then Caesar and his, and his right-hand man, Kev. <laughs> Just watching. We're going to the bathhouse. Kev's like, yeah, can't wait. I'm hungry. Uh, but there is a, a legend that goes a little something like this. When Valentine was imprisoned, there was a woman in there called Julia who was blind. Uh, and Valentine tutored her. Supposedly, one night they prayed together and God decided, actually, it's not that nice to make people blind after all. So he restored her eyesight and on the eve of Valentine's beheading, he wrote a note to Julia signed, From Your Valentine, which is where, ah. as we all know today, you write that. But I was thinking about this last night, right? So he wrote that. This is all, apparently. I mean, yeah. do you believe that God actually gave her her eyesight back? Of course. Maybe she was just faking it all along. But um, like today, you would normally write From Your Valentine when, you, when it's like a secret admirer. Yes. If he wrote that, that's obviously not a secret admirer because that's obviously him. Mm, that's true. So why why is why have we taken that today to be, unless unless we're signing it from him from beyond the grave from your Valentine? <laughs> uh, maybe perhaps uh, we are hoping secretly that we have some sort of power to heal Marry somebody. Oh. oh yeah, well that too. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, when he was tutoring this blind woman at the time. Yeah. I, I was nearly going to say, I'm assuming it's not like art or something. I've, yeah, landscapes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Julia. Look out this window. What do you see? F*** all. Still life. Still. <laughs> Unbeknownst to her, she, he was just lying naked on his side. Yeah. <laughs> Paint me like one of your Roman girls. <laughs> Uh, so, as Valentine was such a good guy and married couples in keeping with his faith, uh, this led him to become the patron saint of lovers. And because he was martyred on the 14th February, in the 5th century AD, Pope Galasius I was like, and I imagine he was probably sat on the toilet, you know, probably thinking to himself, we should probably stop all this whipping stuff. Plus, that's a pagan ritual. We're all Christians now. So mm. he abolished the feast. The feast? Yeah, he abolished the feast and festival of Lupercalia and decided that February 14th would now be a day to remember and celebrate the martyrdom of our pal, St. Valentine. Which is uh. where Valentine's Day now came from. Although some Christians apparently don't celebrate it because it does have roots in pagan rituals. So they're like, I ain't, I ain't celebrating that. I am a Christian and that is disgusting. Pagan bastards. <laughs> I, I don't share any of these views, by the way. I, I'm, I'm saying this from other people's perspectives, I imagine. But uh, yeah, so from there, uh, I guess it's kind of lost all its religious connotations. It's now just a day that people celebrate. Uh, it's been, it's kept its name, and it's been noticed by companies who decided they could capitalize on the day by selling things. And uh, although that last part is speculation, it seems about right. You know, people say, yeah. "Oh, there's a day. People celebrate it. Let's sell stuff." So they just push out things like cards and gifts, and it's just like any other holiday with the different brands, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, don't you think, actually, it's interesting that all these Christian values are just commercialised, aren't they, now? Yeah. Christmas, well, uh, Easter, 
Valentine's. Yeah, absolutely. That's just um, all just money grabbing. Yeah, that's just uh, commercialism. Yeah, I bet fire. if you ask most people, like, what are the true origins? Maybe, maybe uh, Christmas people will really know. Maybe a little bit of Easter, but certainly I didn't know anything about Valentine's. No, I think that's one of the the lesser celebrated ones, though, isn't it? I mean, it's not even a holiday given in in works. No, no, but everybody has heard of Valentine's Day. Yeah, me and my wife don't celebrate it. No, uh, no, we don't either. We we hate each other. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I celebrate Lupinalia, just walk around the house whipping her all day. <laughs> Lupinalia. Is that what it was? Lupinalia? Lupinalia, correct. Lupinalia. A star. Sounds like that would be a really good um, like album title, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably not the way I've got it spelt. It's <laughs> just like Lupin. Lupinalia. Or not just Lupin. <laughs> Loop, yeah, it's some sort of disease. <laughs> it's lupus. Oh, lupus. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But uh, that that about wraps it up for my interesting tale through history, making history come alive with Ian. That was fucking exciting. Thanks, darling. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, honey. All right, <laughs> right, me old magical pal. It's your go. Would you? Would you tell me something? I've been waiting for this. I can't wait. Oh, I bet. I bet. So yeah. So. Again, I'll just... Wait, wait, before you start, do mm. not power through too fast, because I know you're dying to know what I've got coming up for you at the end. Oh, I am. So don't be like, right, some guy went out and he, he didn't like us, so he went home the end. You've just said it all. Oh, sh- sorry. <laughs> just to take your time. So sorry, we can cut that. Go for it. Okay. We went to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'll, I'll just edit it and double that. Double, that, double speed that bit. It'd be seamless. <laughs> <laughs> we went to... Uh, at least we're not in the tape days where when you speed it up, uh, it doesn't make me sound like a chipmunk more than I probably already do. Oh, well, did, it, it used to make you sound like a chipmunk. Yes, when you sped up tapes. Right. Yeah. So at least in the digital world, I don't have to endure that either. Oh, thank God. Which is why... Okay, a little bit of trivia. I know I'm side uh, thing in here. Hit me. Hit me. It's fine. So, did you know... So with the Beatles, um, mm-hmm. you've heard Strawberry Fields Forever, haven't you? I'm sure you, you will have done. As a music- musician... Musician. Musician. I'm still drunk. I thought you turned into Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> As a musician. Um, I want to say yes, so I can be like, yeah, I'm uh, musically educated. But no, I haven't. I don't believe I have. That's ridiculous. Okay, okay. Yeah, I bet you have, but maybe you don't realise. Anyway, so the Beatles, back in the day, obviously digital world wasn't really a thing for recording. Yes. It was all tapes and, and analogue recordings. So mm-hmm. they had two versions of Strawberry Fields Forever that they liked different parts of each take. Yeah. But they were recorded separately and in different keys. So what they ended up doing was taking these two parts, but obviously because they couldn't just add them together because the key would just change randomly, they ended up slowing some of it down in order to match the key. key. But it's quite seamless and no one really notices that. So anyway, that was just a little bit of trivia for you there. Very clever. For a song you've never heard. I'm sure you're (laughs) so grateful for that. Tell me more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so worst dates ever. So this is a, a compilation of things I found on the internet. And mm. I just want to say this is not anything to do with me. <laughs> this is all Ian. <laughs> yeah, a asking for a friend. It wasn't me. <laughs> okay. How do I get five hedgehogs out my bum? Not me, not my bum. 
have you read these? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, in no particular order, I've just got a few here. I'll rattle through them. The first one begins, We went to a scenic outlook over the city. He came up behind me, put his hands over my belly and said, I can't wait till this is swollen with my seed. She goes on to say, we were barely out of high school. I literally ran away in heels at night until I found a payphone. <laughs> that is awful. That is pretty grim. Swallow with my seed. <laughs> Sounds like quite the pickup line, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have done some worse pickup lines as well. Oh, yeah. We'll save that for next Valentine. Good idea. If we're still around. <laughs> Very, very good point. (laughs) So, here's another one. Didn't know the guy's actual name because his friend did the intro and he was in my phone as Fire Island Guy. Okay. It was too late to ask. He ordered spicy Japanese food that he couldn't handle, drank my water, drank his water, (laughs) and asked for milk in between telling me that he practised writing rap music in his parents' basement. So, so far, (laughs) sounding like an amazing bachelor at this point. absolutely. She goes on to say... The spicy food gave him diarrhoea. Oh he, he was gone from the table for 15 minutes. <laughs> then he went to kiss me at the end of the night after he'd gone back into the restaurant for the bathroom again. Oh, man. I turned my head and he kissed the inside of my ear. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Sounds like a, like the proper James Bond script, that, doesn't it? Just suave and debonair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we should put in the... Uh... James Bond called that Bray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he kissed the inside of my ear. Bray. <laughs> Let's do it. Then he kissed the inside of my ear. <laughs> it was awful. Here's, a, here's another very quick one, actually. He t- this is the first line just says it all, really. He took me to a frog jump festival. What? No idea what a frog jump festival is. I didn't know if that was the nickname for, like, maybe a sports thing, or do you watch frogs jump? <laughs> You got me. So he took me to a frog jump festival. We had to leave early because his wife showed up and she has a restraining order on him. Oh, God. Perfect. So, so this frog jump festival, was everyone was just going there that day? Apparently, yeah. Apparently it's a massive thing where everywhere. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, you just reminded me some interesting news. Uh, in late February, my wife is going with her sisters to a Shrek rave. What is that? I mean, I know Shrek and I know a rave, but... Yeah, put them together. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) My wife is absolutely obsessed with the film Shrek. And she has been since she was young. She's just gone down in my estimation. (laughs) (laughs) You've gone up in her Shrek estimation. Yeah, I have no idea what it's going to be like. But they're all... Apparently they're dressing up as the three blind mice from the film. And they're (laughs) going to go to the Shrek rave. Imagine they're there like Donkey <laughs> it's, it's such a shame that she will never allow it a picture on Instagram. That is very well she might she might do one day. Maybe if we blur her face out. Yeah. <laughs> Work on her, let's see. We'll see I will, if it yeah, happens. I'll, I'll, I'll let her listen to this. Have you got have you got a message for her? I'll show her. Um so Ian's wife, please will you allow us to take a picture of you dressed up as the three blind mice for your Shrek rave. Um, because I would quite like to blur your face for a t- <laughs> Dude, <laughs> not a minute. <laughs> I'd really love to blur your face. Is <laughs> that one of your worst chat-up lines? <laughs> I thought that was the best one. <laughs> I, will, I will let her know. I will ask her. Yes, that would be amazing. Thank you. No worries. Here's another one. This is, again, just short and sweet, this. 
She showed up with five kids she was babysitting. There weren't enough seats, so I had to sit at a different table. (laughs) (laughs) This poor chap. Oh dear. Good lord. Imagine that. I've just booked us this fancy restaurant. She turns up with her five babysitting kids. (laughs) (laughs) She has to sit on the other side of the room. (laughs) She was babysitting them or they were her kids? No, she was babysitting these five kids. Right. Surely... Either she's really desperate to go on a date, mm. but surely, I mean, you just call up and just be like, look, I'm babysitting, can we make it another night? <laughs> you would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. You would have thought. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, poor guy sat at a different table. Never mind. Weirdo. Here's the final one. <laughs> so, again, short and sweet. It reads, he introduced me to his ex. Good Lord. Who still lived with him. <laughs> I think I've heard that one before. <laughs> have you? I don't know why I've heard that one before, but I definitely, unless it's a common thing, I don't know. Well, po- uh, well, maybe, yeah. I, I dare say the, the frog jumping festival is more it? common, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, as everyone goes to it. Yeah, so that's a couple of the worst first dates ever, which is just so sweet for Valentine's Day. Let's hope that anyone going on a date tomorrow has better luck. Has better luck, yeah. <laughs> if, you have, if you have a horrible date tomorrow, please let us know. Yes, please let us laugh at your misery. Yeah. <laughs> We're in need of a good laugh. (laughs) Share your horrors with us. Well, a problem shared is a problem halved. That's all we're here for. It's like a therapy session. And it's free. And there's two of us. So it's a a problem thirded. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Maths. (laughs) (laughs) This would be awful, though, wouldn't it? If your mum and dad both sent you some stories (laughs) independently. (laughs) About 35 years ago, I had this horrible day. (laughs) (laughs) Mum! Shut your stinking gloves up. <laughs> Amazing. Right, I, I can't wait for this outro thing that you've okay, got for me right. here. Are you ready for this? I think so. Right, I'm going to have to move my laptop. Open me old internet. Right. Oh, boy. Right, so this is a, a delightful little quiz for you, Mr. Jordan. Okay. And uh, I will reveal to you at the end what this quiz tells you about yourself. Okay. It, it is in keeping with Valentine's Day, so uh, any guesses? No guesses. No. no guesses. I'm just intrigued. Okie dokie. Peaked, as you might say. <laughs> I'm peaked, baby. <laughs> okay, right. So, first question is, what is your go-to wedding dance move? So, you have six options. The fist pump, the sprinkler, the funky chicken, the shopping cart, the macarena, or the worm. Which one? I, I, I don't want to ask what the sprinkler is. It's that one where you go like this. Oh, Okay. That everyone will hear. And no one, no one saw that at home. Yeah, you're very lucky you didn't see that at home. I, I am a horrible dancer. But um, um, which one would you say? Uh, maybe the macarena. The macarena, a delightful choice. Thank Blanc. you. Right now, you have to do us the pleasure of picking a colour. You have blue, purple, yellow, red, sea foam, or black. <laughs> uh, blue is my favourite, as I think it is yours actually. It is indeed. Yeah, good choice. Yet another similarity that binds us. <laughs> <laughs> which is your favourite drink of these six? You've got a brewski, which I dare say is beer, uh, a Cosmo, wine, the blowjob, uh, absinthe, or a mimosa? I, I quite like wine. Quite like wine? I go for wine. Quite like whining. <laughs> and that. Whining little bitch. <laughs> um, so of these six, which is your favourite hobby? Getting the kids from soccer practice, waxing the whip, which I can only assume is masturbation, maybe. I don't know. So it sounds like something very lupinalia-y. Uh, a game night, 
I said game night. I know it sounded... Oh, <laughs> uh, now what choose that then? Clubbing. <laughs> uh, watching Netflix or reading a book? Hmm. Probably watching Netflix. Watching Netflix, yeah. Yeah. That's your favourite hobby of the of those six. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. How do you feel about ranch dressing? Hate it. Do you actually? I genuinely hate it. Can't stand the stuff. Of these options. Burn it. Only if mixed with protein powder. Uh, with carrots, please. By the spoonful. On my pizza. Light. Or out the tube. Out of the tube. Into the bin. Is that the one you want me to pick? Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Straight in. Just squeeze that into that open bin. <laughs> okay, right. So, through answering me these five questions, Mr. Jordan, <laughs> you have revealed to me what type of sex toy you are. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, you are... Uh, probably quite disappointing, really. Limp. Um. You, you, you are just a, you're you're a dildo. Oh, excellent! <laughs> and I have no idea why, but the dildo that they've pictured is a crucifix. Oh God! With a with a dildo shape at the bottom of it. Hang on, I'll show you. I'll show you. Oh, this seems like is this going to be part of the Exorcist? <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> it just... And it's pink. I'll t- I'll take a screenshot of it and put it on the Instagram. Are you sure you want to do that? Why not? I mean, I, I'm sure people are going to die to see it. I'll, I'll blur the I'll blur the tip. <laughs> oh god! Excellent. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm so pleased that you shared this outro for me. Well, I, I did do uh, one myself last night, right. and it turns out I am a pocket vagina. What is a pocket vagina? Uh, like a flashlight. Right. Okay. <laughs> So is this going to be part of our merch store? (laughs) For all genders and all sexes at this point, we cater to... And anyone and everyone. (laughs) Oh, we should do a dildo shaped like a sausage. Oh, no. (laughs) Covered in ranch. (laughs) Yeah. Or or a butt plug shaped like a a sausage. As long as it's uh, Richmond. Yeah, of Of course. Wouldn't have it any other way. One that you can stick in freezer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those dog toys that you put in the freezer full of water. Oh god! So this is uh, this is just a, a, its very own lube dispenser. Oh, well, actually, that's a good idea. Full of them. Yeah, dragons. Ideas, not come. dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically or physically? <laughs> a bit of both. <laughs> wonder what that was at the back of your throat. <laughs> I feel that this conversation has gotten uh, a little out of hand. Yes, possibly. <laughs> and into the bum. <laughs> oh my god, I just can't stop. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up today, does it? I think that's probably a good place to leave that there, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> but don't let your parents find it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us today in this horrible sordid journey of talking and absolute disgustingness really but thank you very much all the same jordan how do you feel delete the whole thing start again (laughs) (laughs) leave it it is what it is at this point it is what it is right unedited unedited just stick it up we'll do it now i mean if nothing else if people have a pretty awful date tomorrow or even if you don't have a date at least it probably won't be as bad as the ones i've read yes so that's always uplifting isn't it exactly and if you do have a horrible day hopefully this podcast will serve as something to give you a chuckle 
loved. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> if you are lonely, though, feel free to reach out to us. Give us a chat. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll just ignore you. Yeah, that's not, that's not true. <laughs> like, like I like I do most people. No, that is not true. No, that yeah. is absolutely not true. We'd love to interact with you all. So uh, you can find us all on the socials. We have Instagram. Oh, I sure. I actually just do want to clarify. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. That's correct. So the page is for us to share things like like updates and things we're doing and stuff, and the the group is for everyone else to interact, like fans and stuff. Yeah, like when, participate when we... with everyone and. When we get one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my parents have Facebook, so... So it's got zero members. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But there is a fair amount of members in there already. So, that, uh, yeah, get on there. Give it a little chat. Just don't say how horrible we are for today's episode. <laughs> yeah, Ian is quite delicate. I am very delicate, yeah. A delicate soul. If anyone says that I have a horrible voice or something, I will just drop dead. I'll just implode <laughs> into a mess on the floor. <laughs> A big crying mess. My little petal. <laughs> My sunbeam. <laughs> but yes, uh, we have we have all the socials. So we've got Twitter, two Facebook thingies, Instagram, and an email. All the links are in the description. So if you want to chat to us, then please feel free. We'd love to interact with you all, as we have said thousands of times. And it's still true. <laughs> I cannot wait to edit this episode. It's going to be about five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, have a lovely Valentine's Day. Please let us know how it goes if you have any horrible dates or even if you have a perfect date and you just want to let us know how happy you are. Yes. Feel free. But we will catch you all next week. Have a lovely week. Enjoy Lupinalia for all those because apparently there are still some people that celebrate it. So enjoy. Okay. Don't whip people though. Don't kill animals. No, let's just leave it. Let's leave it. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> have a lovely Valentine's Day. I love you. Jordan... Love you too. Thank you. Don't say thank you. Is that also an awful Valentine's experience? (laughs) That's what it's like talking to my wife. Thanks. Love you. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) See you later. Ta-ra!